Shohei. I'm Frankie. And I'm Daniel. And welcome to Propagated Podcast. A mini episode. Those minis. So, Frankie, it's to my understanding that this mini episode, you have something to talk to us about. It, this episode is brought to you by Jack of the Will-O-Wisps. Um, I was reading it in Backwoods Witchcraft, and I know I talk about the book so much, so I thought for this mini episode, I would just read you an excerpt, and then we could just talk about Halloween or whatever. You know, plants. <laughs> Do it. Send it. Get it. Let's go. So I realized, actually, though, that Morbid just did an episode with a lot of this in it, too. So shout out to Morbid. Thanks for the info. Well, hey, Morbid. So backstory. Basically, souls that are trapped in this world that, you know, purgatory, that can't go to heaven, can't go to hell, they appear as these glowing lights that float out in the graveyards and the woods at night. And they are, the famous ones are called jack-o'-lanterns or will-o'-the-wisps. They walk about the hillsides and lead travelers and other folks astray down into the rivers or lakes to be drowned. These strange lights were explained as lost souls Beginning with the tale of old Jack. Ooh. Uh... You ready? This book is so good. Also, I mean, shout out again, because I know I shout it out every episode, but Backwoods Witchcraft by Jake Richards. Really great book. I need to sit down and actually read this fucking... I own this book, and I just have not dedicated it any time. And now I'm reading this book called Circe, which is all about, like, Greek pantheon, I suppose. And it's been really good so far. I mean, I'm only like 100 pages in, but... Yeah, so I'm just going to read it to you. You ready? We're going to have send a little it. book club in this mini. What'd you say? Oh, send, send it. Oh, they said say it again. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not repeat myself. Jack was a mean old drunkard who kept having run-ins with the devil come to take his soul to hell. Each time, Jack outwitted the devil and bought himself more time. After a while, the devil got tired of it all and moved on. When Jack finally died, he was locked out of heaven for his drunken deeds, so he took the road down to hell. But alas, not even the devil wanted him anymore, and so Jack couldn't get in. He was left to wander the earth alone forever. But the devil felt sorry for Jack, so he tossed him a hot coal from hell to light his way. Jack hollowed out a gourd and placed the hot coal inside, and thus the jack-o'-lantern was born. Jack O Lantern, Jack of the Lantern. Is that so cute? Cool? Oh. I love that. They were saying on Morbid too that apparently back in like the um, in Ireland they didn't have pumpkins. They didn't really use pumpkins, so it used to be hollowed out uh, turnips and potatoes, which I feel like that would be really hard to carve out personally. <laughs> so yeah, that's the Jack O Lantern. I really wanted to tell you that story because I think it's super spooky and super awesome. I mean, it's got to be pretty... You had to have annoyed the devil pretty fucking bad. Yeah. At uh, that point. Apparently, he, like, kept tricking him. Like, he was, like, at the bar, and the devil was like, oh, buy a drink for your soul. And Jack was like, hell yeah, that's a great trade, because my soul is worthless. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> like, apparently tricked the devil into turning into a coin to pay for his beer. And then, like, he took the coin and put it in his pocket where he had a crucifix, and so the devil couldn't turn back. And so he was like, ha ha, devil, I tricked you. And I'll let you go if you promise to give me one more year. I want one more year before you take my soul. The devil's like, yeah, all right, cool. And so then he like spends his year drinking and hanging out. 
and more drunken shenanigans, that old Jack. And <laughs> then the devil comes back in a year later and was like, yo, I'm here to collect. And Jack was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, could you give me that apple on top of that tree? <laughs> and the devil was like, yeah, I'll get you that apple on top of the tree. So he like climbs in the tree and then Jack carves a crucifix in the tree. So the devil's stuck in the tree. He <laughs> fell for it again. And Jack was like, okay, don't take my soul. And the devil's like, ah, okay, I won't take your soul. Let me down. <laughs> I mean, Cliff Notes version. <laughs> that is one dumb old devil and I'm into it. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes the stories of the devil I hear, I'm like, okay, but I feel like the devil's been around a while and might be a little smarter and not outsmarted by an old drunkard, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe the devil just very much so underestimated an old drunkard because they're pretty clever too a lot of times. Trust me, I work with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's totally fair. Are you covering pumpkins this year? Am I covering pumpkins? Excuse me, let me say that again. Are you carving pumpkins this year? Oh, I should have been able to deduce that that's what she meant, and I'm sorry. It just went totally over my head. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure you're covering this episode. I'm just here to talk. I was very, I was very confused, Frankie, very confused. Oh, it's okay. Um, we figured it out. I, had, I don't really have any plans currently to do that because I'm not a very festive person regardless of the holiday. Um, that doesn't mean that I won't. I am sure I will end up carving a pumpkin. I just don't have plans to do such. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I do have my really awesome Dremel now, and I think that, that could make for some really cool pumpkin carvings. Yeah! I didn't even think about that. That I bet Which I would be, be awesome. down. I have, I have a bunch of different bits. I'd be down to come over to your house and go pumpkin shopping and then sit down and pull out the Dremel and some wine and carve some cool ass pumpkins let's do it i have to figure out what i want to do last year i did a um crystal ball like a little fortune telling thing mm -hmm. so i have to figure out this year what i want to do i feel like i would i want to do something not halloweeny at all but cool still what do you mean like i just want to have an, a pumpkin that looks like a dope ass octopus <laughs> i'm into which that. doesn't have anything to do yeah. with halloween at all i just want it to look cool huh okay hmm yeah. Maybe I'll do, like, I've always wanted to do, like, the ferryman on his boat with, like, a little lantern. Maybe I'll just do a lantern. Is it too meta to carve a lantern into your pumpkin lantern? It's only too meta if you make it too meta. So if I did, like, a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin in a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin? I was thinking more of a, in a mental way, but that would be kind of cool, honestly, <laughs> if you made it meta that way, too. <laughs> I might have to do it. I might have to do the Inception pumpkin. The in, in no, can't combine those words. Oh, uh, what if you did? What if you got a big ass pumpkin, and carved it out like thick with a lantern, and then put a smaller pumpkin inside of the big ass oh. pumpkin, and then carved another more intricate lantern into that pumpkin, and then it'd be a true Inception pumpkin. So it'd be a pumpkin inside of a pumpkin with a lantern inside of a lantern. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. First thoughts. Brilliant. Love it. Amazing. Second thoughts, I do not have the patience for that. <laughs> well, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Should we? What else should we talk about? I can tell you a story. We can just tell some spooky stories because it doesn't have to be plant-related. Yeah, so let's do it. We can tell... Oh, let's tell the story of when you and I were at my house and it was haunted. Okay. You, you can... 
You lead. Okay. So And I will add. When I lived upstairs in this really old Appalachian house, we had some really spooky things happen. And I say we because Daniel was there for a lot of them. But most of it was when I was alone. But anyways, there were two instances in particular that were super duper spooky. Super spooky. One of them was after I had moved in. It was probably a couple months after I had moved in. And Daniel came over. And we had had a few drinks. We'd had a few drinks. As is natural. (laughs) And I was telling him about the ghosts. I was like, well, you know, I definitely think there are ghosts in here. And he was like, oh, yeah, I feel three ghosts. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel three ghosts. And so we started talking about the ghosts. And one of them was, like, not good energies. Not not good energies. And so we started talking about it. And I feel like it just pissed that ghost off or something. Um, Side note, this house used to be a frat house in, like, the early 1900s so so i can't imagine many of those ghosts were nice ghosts <laughs> they were like um yeah we have these two queerdos in this house we don't let them <laughs> get them out of here um but anyways so yeah so as we were like talking and laughing and doing whatever my hand feels like i'm holding a glass of water big mason jar glass of water my hand feels like it is knocked and the jar falls out of my hand lands face down with all the water still in it and slides across the floor. I have pictures of this also. <laughs> and I'm a little bit of a skeptic in a lot of ways. I'm not like super sold on all of the supernatural woo-woo stuff. I think it's very fun and interesting. But I'm not always completely sold on ghost stories because I feel like there's a lot of ways to explain away a lot of the things that happen in ghost yeah, stories. for sure. Um, in this particular scenario, I almost wanted to leave the house because yeah, I did spooky. not feel very, didn't, it wasn't a fun, it was not right. <laughs> Something very odd and off about it. Yeah. Yeah. And this was after I had burn marks on my arm that looked like fingers and like our shoes got moved in really weird positions. But then anyways, my, I think like the spookiest one for me, which you were also involved in was when... It was pretty late at night, and it was raining, and I kept hearing dripping throughout the house, and, like, every time I would get up to go find the dripping, I realized it was coming from a different room, and, like, I kept trying to find where the ceiling was leaking, and it kept switching where I heard it from, like, which room, and so then I started getting freaked out, because I'm like, okay, something is fucking with me, like, either I'm going crazy, or, like, this is some weird auditory hallucination, And so I call Daniel because I'm like, you already know the backstory. I don't have to explain this to you because you've been here. And I was like, I keep hearing dripping. I'm really freaked out. It's really late at night. And you were like, oh, it's all fine. It's all fine. Go to sleep. It's cool. And then I hung up and I was like, okay, fine. Went to sleep. Two weeks later, (laughs) I see Daniel at the bar and I'm like, yeah, hey, how are you? And you're like, I didn't want to tell you before. Because it would have freaked you out. But I was being nice. <laughs> you were being nice. Do you want to tell this part? Sure. Um, so in my head, I was definitely being as nice as I could have been. Because I felt like like if you had been on this phone call, Frankie was obviously like deeply bothered by what had just happened. So I was like trying to be like comforting and be like, yeah, you know, that's weird. But it could be a number of things like... 
maybe there are multiple leaks. Maybe it's in like the ceiling or the like in the roof above you. Like you don't know what it is. Like trying to make her feel better about it. I don't know if she should have felt any better about it, but like I said, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> At the end of the phone call, she says goodbye and I guess hangs up. But literally there is this obscenely loud, like guttural vocal noise that came through my end of the phone. I still and, get chills. <laughs> and I did everything I could to try and explain it away. Because, you know, like, phones are weird sometimes. So it's like, maybe there's a chance that it was, there's like a glitch and it was playing like something that was playing on my Facebook or Snapchat or something like that. So I go through all my apps to see if any videos are still playing, see if there's any reason for that noise to have come through. But nothing was open. And it was it was literally very creepy, and I felt very creeped out. But I knew that if I told her that she would have a she's I didn't I don't know if it would have been a good time for her. <laughs> no, so. no. But I think that was like my final straw. I <laughs> someday I'll have to tell this whole story, but it'll take forever. I performed world's most okay exorcism, <laughs> and I have a friend that lives up in that apartment now, and they said everything is fine so far. So that's nice. How long have they lived there? Uh, about four months. Oh, so relatively not not all that long, really. Yeah. So we'll see. But anyways, that is our spooky story. Yeah, that's it's a good one, I feel like. <laughs> not plant-related at all, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was uh, listening to Morbid again. I, you're, you guys are just going to get a lot of shout-outs shout in our spooky <laughs> at, episodes, at, at. I think. Um, but I was listening to them and they were talking about I can't remember exactly what episode it was but they definitely brought up hellhounds mm. the black dogs yeah I kind of freaked one of my friends out because Chancy and Zach and Taylor all live in the same house and they've had some weird stuff happen in that house and Taylor Ooh. was talking about how one night she saw like a black dog <gasps> in the house oh chills and felt like super uncomfortable about it but I definitely looked at her and was like, do you know the folklore behind hellhounds and seeing black dogs in your house? And she was like, no. And I was like, yeah, it's usually an omen of death to come. And she was like, what? It oh, was like, cool, Daniel, thanks. <laughs> I was like, it's fine. In some cases, they say that it takes more than one visitation before it's a real omen. So just make sure you don't see it again. In some cultures, though, it's not a death omen, and it's actually a protection omen. But, yeah, in a lot of cultures, yeah. it's a death omen. <laughs> in what I've read about it, it is not necessarily the happiest of things no. you can see in your home. No, not really, no. <laughs> I've heard also white dogs, which we had a white dog come to our front door one day. It was really weird. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about... I've not heard anything about white dogs personally, but... Anywho... Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being spooky with us. We appreciate you. So there's our little bite-sized mini episode for you. I hope you got a little freaked out because it's I doubt the time it. of year for it. But we love the spooky shit. So. We do. And we'll have more for you next time. So thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Bye. Also, you should 100% visit us at all the places that we should tell you about on every episode probably. Oh, if yeah. you want to find us on Instagram, you can find us at Propagated Podcast. And the same is true of our Gmail, which is 
propagatedpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and you can also find us on Twitter at propagatedpod. Yeah, so come talk to us. Come yeah. be a part of all this. We love hearing from you, and we love seeing you guys comment and react to all of our shit. And, and tagging your friends, and telling us your spooky stories, and showing us your plants. Oh, also, if you have a black plant or a black flower, we want to see that because they're our favorites. And it's October. It is October. So all the spoopy shit you can send. All of it. Every bit. Do anything it. you have. All of Do it. it. Yay! Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.